Blog Talk Radio.
What's up? This is Michael Tate with the story of two Jesus freaks, one real life, one fictional. The main character in the allegory, The Pilgrim's Progress, is named Christian. Millions of believers have been inspired by his perseverance as he journeys from the city of destruction to the celestial city encountering many pitfalls along the way. But did you know the author, John Bunyan, had his own challenges too? He served 12 years in prison for preaching without a license. But it was there that he was inspired to write that life-changing allegory. Bunyan once said, I never knew all there was in the Bible until I spent those years in jail. I was constantly finding new treasures. Will you stand with the Voice of the Martyrs? Go online to persecution.com. I'll never forget the meeting. It was a intense meeting. I was in Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland, conducting an extremely powerful seminar where amazing Jesus miracles took place. I experienced on this particular night amazing liberty to teach the word. I felt the empowerment of the Holy Spirit as I preached and ministered. After concluding my teaching, a woman in the corner of the meeting hall pictured with me a manifested numerous demons that were hell-bent on destroying her. And if you get to my website, jbartlemissions.com, Look at some of our previous reports. You'll see a picture of this woman. She came in tormented, terribly tormented, demonized, severely demonized. The demons manifested, and they spoke out loud. They screamed, actually. We will make her jump off the bridge, the spirits yelled at me. We will kill her. We will make her leave this meeting and make her jump off a bridge. She deserves to die. You know, as this demonic interruption was taking place in Baltimore, I thought to myself, if this kind of eruption took place in most churches, what would they do? How would they treat this? Would they have just simply ignored her, dismissed the demonic manifestation? Thank God she came to our meeting where we do not dismiss or ignore such manifestations, but actually confronted in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I told the demons they would not be killing her. I bound up the demonic and commanded the demons to submit to Jesus Christ. Suddenly the demons rose up and made her walk in a trance-like state towards the exit. Do you know where they were going to take her? To the bridge, no doubt. Remember, they told me they were going to take her to a bridge. 
They're going to make her jump off the bridge. They said. I, I truly believe they were going to take they were going to take her to a bridge and attempt to throw her off the bridge to kill her. I swiftly made myself back to the hall and commanded the demons to stop. They obeyed and stopped. They fell to the ground and wallowed. Do you know, my friends, do you realize that we rescued this woman from perhaps a demonic-induced death? Not only did we cast demons out of her, but perhaps we spared her for physical death. Mind you, the demons were wanting to take her off out of the meeting hall and have her fall off a bridge. Jesus was present, though, in that meeting. And bestowed his power upon the church to intervene and to save this woman from death in Jesus' name. I then proceeded to call forth the holy angels of God and ask the angels to pick her up and carry this woman to the front of the hall. Mind you, with no human aid. They compelled her to the front of the hall, and I began to confront the demons. As soon as I battled them and declared freedom for this woman, the demons, in a violent rage, pushed over my Holy Communion cups, in an attempt to stop the exorcism, they fell to the ground. They hoped to intimidate the body of Christ. With this aggression, they failed. In fact, they made us just more emboldened to fight back. As the demons warred against me, I called upon the fire of the living God, and the fire burned the demons. They groaned and moaned in defeat. The demons released in this process a, a little girl. A broken heart part of this woman who was only three years of age. The little one was so sad and carried such deep pain with agony in her heart. She cried out, God, will you accept me? Will you love me? Suddenly, Jesus in his love appeared to this little three-year-old and rescued her. She was shocked to see the risen Savior. Jesus held her and hugged her and the little one was miraculously healed of the deep emotional pain. The demons were enraged that the little one was rescued. We commanded the demons to submit to Jesus Christ. They obeyed and confessed much. We bring so much pain and confusion, lies and deceptions, the demons reported to me. We also hold her gifts and her destiny. Now that's interesting. Demons holding somebody's destiny. Did you know that you have a destiny? And perhaps the, one of the reasons why you've been having difficulty, challenges in discovering your destiny, your God-ordained destiny, it's because demons hold your destiny. They blind you. They place obstacles and spiritual walls so you can't see the the full picture of what God has in store for you. I'm here on the basis of God's word to tell you from Jeremiah 29, 11. God says this, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. You have a destiny, my friend. Everyone who's listening to my voice, everyone who's listening to this presentation at this very moment has a destiny. It's a beautiful destiny, a powerful destiny. A destiny that's unique for you, with your gifts, with your anointing, with your abilities, with your dreams. God 
has a destiny, a purpose. There's meaning in life. That's why demons wanted to take this woman out. That's why they wanted to throw her off the bridge. They saw the call of God upon this young lady. They saw what God wanted to do with this woman's life. See, God has a destiny for you, and so do demons. What's the demonic destiny? You know, God's destiny in Jeremiah twenty nine eleven is very clear. I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord God, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Well, the demons, absolute opposite. They want to kill, steal, and destroy. That's their destiny. That's their purpose here on earth, to destroy you, to kill you, to steal from you. But I'm concerned that many of God's people are not able to discover their destiny because of the spiritual challenges they have, and largely it's rooted in the demonic, and much of it the generational demonic. Ancestral evil has been passed down that has been dumped into your life, transferred into your life, and that now holds your spiritual sight. So you're not able to see very clearly of the marvelous, astounding destiny that God has for you. He has a purpose for you. And this woman in Baltimore, Maryland, was being kept from her destiny. The demons actually said, we bring pain, confusion, lies, deception. We also hold her gifts and her destiny. Now, the demons were forced to release her gifts and her destiny. And they took upon themselves all the pains and afflictions. And just when I was about to cast the demons out, a soul invader surfaced. It was her father who who currently was involved in the occult and witchcraft. He rarely confessed to his involvement in the occult and ritualism. I asked if his supernatural powers were greater than the powers that we possessed in Jesus Christ as I placed holy fire upon his hands. He was stunned and startled. He tried to shake off the spiritual fire and couldn't. He was baffled, mystified, puzzled at the powers of God. He confessed that Jesus was indeed superior. Obviously, he was commanded out and sent to God. All that was left at that point were these wicked spirits, Lucifer, death, rejection, murder. They were holding her destiny. They were forced out of her body and mind, and she encountered an amazing deliverance and healing. She was amazed as she came out of this demonic trance-like state. She had no idea how she ended up in the front of the hall. She was utterly shocked and bewildered and asked what transpired. That's how demonized she was. She had no idea what just occurred, but she testified of feeling free. Free, and she was so happy in Jesus for her incredible deliverance and healing. My friends, at that point, she was able to walk towards her destiny, discovering the destiny that God had for her. Prior, she had difficulty, challenges. They were about to kill her. Now she was free, lighter, happy, because of what Jesus had done on her behalf. My friends, God has a destiny for you. You need to discover God's destiny versus the demonic destinies. The demonic destinies involve destruction, sabotage, delay, obstacles, thievery, death. 
God's destiny involves peace, love, joy, not of evil, to give you a future, God says, and a hope. And perhaps you're listening to this presentation. I'm behind this microphone here in southern, sunny uh, Southern California, about to conduct a Jesus Church service here in a few hours, less than a few hours, here in Pasadena. And I recommend any of you listening to my voice in Southern California, get to the Jesus Church service tonight. It's going to be a powerful, powerful service at 7 p.m. And people are going to be delivered from evil spirits. They're going to be healed. And individuals will be entering the third heaven, experiencing the most glorious wonders known to humanity as they experience and encounter the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit and begin to discover their destiny, the meaning to their lives, the purpose for their life. And perhaps you're wanting to know your destiny. There's a way to find out. I want to talk a little bit about that after this brief intermission. the gospel in Iran results in a death sentence. The Voice of the Martyrs contacts reported that the Assize Court of the province of Gilan, Iran, officially charged Pastor Youssef Nardarkhani with apostasy. The court said the pastor is an apostate because he believes in Jesus and has shared his faith with others. The court files say Pastor Youssef has denied the prophethood of the great prophet of Islam and the rule of the sacred religion of Islam. He's proven his apostasy by organizing evangelistic meetings and inviting others to Christianity, establishing a house church, baptizing people, along with expressing his faith to others and denying Islamic values. Let the Voice of the Martyrs bring you testimonies of today's heroes of the faith. Subscribe to VOM's free monthly newsletter at 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Call 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. to Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett. Thank you for taking a few moments of your time to be with us as we discover God's destiny for your life versus the demonic destinies that demons have for you. Recently in one of our meetings, a 13-year-old, young child, a young man, I should say, with the permission of his father, assisted me in ministering to his very own mother. It was it was very shocking because this 13-year-old young man who already feels the call to be a pastor readily came up to the front to help me during the seminar. 
while so many adults were petrified of demons, I'm seeing God raise up an army of young people, many of whom are not even teens yet, not even teenagers wanting to cast out demons in Jesus' name. In fact, to this mean, not only did this 13-year-old want to cast out demons, but also a 15-year-old young lady who's also very excited about helping out in the ministry of deliverance and healing. She shared with me that she's actively evangelizing and teaching her friends the gospel. She has eyes of determination for Jesus Christ. Same with this 13-year-old young man. He was determined to see his mother set free from these demons that were tormenting her. In the midst of the surface, numerous spirits surface, including the spirits of rage, molestation, witchcraft, defiance, and sorcery. There were more than 400 spirits of witchcraft that were rooted in the ancestral bloodline thousands of years back in the family line. Also present, spirits of sorcery. Millions of them, all of them rooted in ancestral bloodline curses. We bring pain in her bones, stomach. We give her emotional, mental, and physical suffering, the spirits. The evil spirits confess to me. We also hold her gifts, her destiny, and her dreams. There we go again. Holding the gifts, the destiny, and the dreams. Just like that woman in Baltimore, Maryland, who we ministered to. Same with his mother. Demons were holding her spiritual gifts, destiny, and dreams. And in this seminar in Houston, Texas, we were able to intervene. We discovered that most of the spirits within this mother were of generational nature and were very determined to stay within her because they have demonic they have a demonic destiny for you. They yelled at me several times with their desire of wanting to kill her. They hated me and they were angry. I battled back in the name of Jesus Christ. I invoked the presence of God's holy angels, and they swiftly arrived. They struck the invading demons with their spears and swords, causing great harm to the demonic. It was powerful demonstration, powerful of the superior power of Jesus over evil. And it was wonderful, obviously, to see Jesus set the soul free. Not only did we ask for the assistance of the holy angels, but we called forth the holy fire of the Holy Spirit. I placed the fire of the Holy Spirit upon the demons, and they groaned and shrieked with incredible pain. I even had them hold my cross of deliverance, and they screamed in agony. It burns, they screamed, as they were greatly weakened, as they embraced my sacred cross. Then I had this young 13-year-old son who's walking in his path his divine destiny, towards his divine destiny, to cast out demons, to assist me in casting out the spirits out of his own mother. God used this young man powerfully, and all these millions of demons quickly came out and entered the abyss in Jesus' name. She was delivered, and she shared with everyone she felt no more pain. She was finally pain-free, and she was able to walk in the path that will lead her to reaching her divine destiny. That's what God wants for each and every one of us to walk in our divine destiny. And you can, but you have to get some deliverance. And that's the point I'm trying to make here today. You must get deliverance. And we're here to serve. We're here to help you, to intervene, get to one of our meetings, get to one of our seminars, get to our websites, 
so we can help you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Now, speaking of websites, we have many, many websites. Go to a few of them, jbartlemissions.com. Get to deliveranceblog.org, ifreedomfighter.org. And you'll find information that will equip you, enlighten you, and will guide you and assist you in reaching your divine destiny. But it's of my belief, as I understand Scripture, deliverance is needed. Because there's demons blocking you, obviously, as a child of God, trying to hinder your life, trying to place obstacles and barriers. Thus, the need to get some deliverance. So you can remove these obstacles, remove these barriers, the sabotage, the delay, the hindrances, so you can discover God's marvelous, beautiful destiny that he has for you. Remember, God says, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And then it's interesting, in Jeremiah twenty nine twelve it says, then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all of your heart. You want to find God? You want to find out your divine destiny? Seek God with all of your heart. Does not the Proverbs teach this? In Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. And he will direct your paths, paths toward what? Greatness, enabling you to reach your divine destiny. You have to seek God. Get to him. Now, sometimes it's difficult because of the demonic warfare. This is where deliverance has to come in. We are here to bring deliverance to the captives. And by the way, when we're speaking about divine destinies, it comes down to simply doing the very things that Jesus did here on earth. Preaching the good news. Teaching. The kingdom. The principles of the kingdom. Healing the sick. Healing the broken hearted, Casting out evil spirits. Raising the dead. These are the things that we should be doing And as you carry out these works of Jesus Christ, you're carrying out your destiny. We're here to serve you. And by the way, we're located here in Southern California at 530 South Lake Avenue, Suite 922 in Pasadena, California, 91101. Call us toll-free, 877-483-5519. Email me at j, at com or private j at gmail.com i bless each and every one of you in the name of the father of the son and of the holy spirit amen